What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pine. <laughs> I was bracing myself. King Wolf Creative presents Pints and Putts, a podcast for golfers and craft beer lovers. Hosted by Burke Cullinane and Justin Bedard. This is Pints and Putts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pints and Putts. Another episode of Pints and Putts in the car, that is. That's true. Uh, we are heading back from Z-Strict once again. again. Once again. We, d- we already did this once. Yeah. We actually, have, we've done an episode in the car. Technically, this would be the third time. What is the first time? No, no. Z-Strict was the first time, but then okay. we, did, we did like a, a shit we say. On great, like at, at Great River, there's like a whole segment that never oh, got used. Yeah, that, was, for, in the that car. was in the car. You're right. I don't you're think right. it was. I don't think it was anything good. Yeah, and I think that, it was kind of boring. I think uh, that kind episode of was long enough. It didn't need any more uh, nonsense. Yeah. We'll say. So, but this is like a actual. This is the first normal podcast in a car. Correct. Because last time we did it, it was just technically shit we say. Yep. This time, we got a we got a few things to talk about. We do. Um, so, first off, we're just gonna we're just gonna get straight to the point here. The guy did it. I broke into the seventies. Fucking he, finally. Yeah, yesterday. Yes. I, what was uh, that? November second, Tuesday, no- November second. Is today Wednesday? Yes. All right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was Tuesday, November second. <laughs> Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021. At Manchester Country Club. The only place that milestones should be made, except for apparently Eagles. Yeah, to be Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. That kind of actually probably would have sucked if I had broken it somewhere else. Like, I would have been happy about it, of course. Both milestones have been, both mine have been there. Yeah, my hole in one was at Manchester. Oh, shit, I forgot about, well, I didn't didn't, didn't forget about that. I know, but that was, I mean, it was last season, so it was like, yeah. I've been there for every single one of Justin's accomplishments. Yeah, and apparently, Burke called me out and said that I hadn't been been there there. for any of his milestones. Except for the Eagle. I was there for the Eagle. That's it, though. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't there when I broke hundred for the first time. Wasn't there when I broke ninety for the I, first time. Are you sure I wasn't there when you broke hundred? I was yes, one hundred percent because I played with Mo. Oh. And my dad. Dude, I miss Mo. I don't know where he ended up, but he should come back. <laughs> I agree. Just just. Well, also, well, I don't know because apparently he's like a sandbagger. Is he? Because he yeah was- he won the he won our like man like I don't know. He won the net. The net club championship. Yeah, but did you but ever... But he shot like a 70-something, and he was like a 30 handicap. 70-something net? No. No freaking way. Yes. All right. You're going to have to show me proof of that, because I've played with him a lot of times, and I cannot <laughs> see that happening. It's a thi- I, I swear that like we're, we're going to have to, you know... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're, gonna we're just going to have to re- rediscover this yeah. or re- reevaluate this, come back to it. And the next next episode of the podcast, we're just going to have to get like a, an iPhone clip from somebody at the club because it, ha- I know, I mean, I, it happened. Damn. 
Imagine shooting a 70-something as a 30 it handicap. Could, it, I mean, it maybe it... I don't know. I think I, it was that drastic. It might have been low 80s. But still. low. I mean, low 80s with the 30 handicap? Yeah. I think it was 70s, though. Damn. I also, to be honest, like, didn't... I knew his handicap was high. I didn't know it was a 30. That, that might also be an exaggeration. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Maybe like a 20. Okay. Maybe it was like a 20. Yeah. I, I don't could, know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, whatever it was, he like could have shot like 120 the next day. Or, again, an exaggeration there on yeah, my yeah, end. Yeah. But, but like he, could he have was just. Set, he was set after he the was first set. day. Like he won yeah. after the first day. All Anyways, right. getting back to you, like. Yeah. So. I feel like. Uh, obviously, we just kind of talked about it. You're refreshed. You're yes. back. Justin's back, people. I'm back. And as as you heard in the last podcast, I was about I was about done with golf for the year. Yeah. Um, not gonna lie, I'm still about done with golf for the year. But oh come on, after that? Yeah, yeah. No, like go out on go out on a good. Oh, note. you're yeah, yeah. yeah Going on like, a high note. Like the way I look at it, retire after the Super Bowl. I'm uh. I'm lo- win. I'm Super looking Bowl forward. Win. Lo- looking forward to this weekend. Actually, we're playing a scramble. Two man scramble. Two man scramble. Me and Burke. Looking forward to that. That's gonna be a lot Justin's of fun. Justin's playing his best golf. I'm playing my best golf. Yeah. So should be. Pretty is it good. gross? There's it no is net, gross. There's so no net. But that's all right. We're probably fucked. But but yeah. No. Coming back, feeling refreshed. It was pretty good. Um, honestly, I went to the range before my round yesterday, and it was so bad that I. Um, we're not going to say the word, but they were Hazel rockets. Yeah, they were shanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> straight shanks. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it it, uh, it got better from there. Um, it was just, I'm not going to lie, it was one of those days where it was just easy yesterday. I will say, and I told you this, and there was a specific moment when I knew it was going to happen. So he was one under through four holes. And after that, so if you've ever played Manchester, and I'm sure there's members that listen to this podcast. Well, I know there's members that listen to this podcast. We walk. Walking from, he birdied four. He was even on 4T, birdied four, one under through four. Walking up to the fifth tee box. Now listen, I might be fanboying here. I like Dustin Johnson. I think when he walks, he looks confident and he looks cool. Justin was walking like that. He looked confident. He looked cool. I was like, in my head, I didn't want to say it out loud because it was too early. I was like, you look like Dustin Johnson. Said it in my head. He just looked, the whole day, he just looked like, yeah. just, just like chill and like even keeled and like. No, I, I, had I me- knew it was going to happen. I had mentioned it to you after when we were talking about this and you made the DJ comment was my entire mentality after like the played the first two holes and I felt pretty good and then played the third hole and I actually hit a terrible tee shot Mm -hmm. and saved that par and walking off of that I was like you're just gonna take it slow today think think Phil think the PGA yeah you did say that confident just take your time breathe get through it that was literally my entire mentality for. So your mental, your mentality was Phil, and I thought your mentality was I'm just here for the sandwiches. So yeah, you know. I mean, I'm I'm always there for the sandwiches. <laughs> so throw me into either or. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, congratulations! Thank it's you. It's cool that we've 
you know, with this podcast, we've been able to kind of record milestones along the way, yeah. you know. Also, and he's 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 not. I don't mean to cut you off. But yeah, yeah, go for it. Just he's he's at a ten point two, folks. All yeah, right? I was really hoping it was going to drop it possible. to that nine. All right, so something. we've got. Nine, ten days left in the season. We're playing tomorrow at the Orchards. Yep. Which it's we a don't. Tough we haven't really talked about the golf, the uh, the Orchards much. We don't. We don't historically score super well there. We do not. Um, you've played good there before. Yeah. And I think he doesn't need to do. He doesn't need to put around in the 70s. No. What he does need to do is put like an 11 or a 10 differential on the scorecard, which there, it's par 71, but there would probably be like an 83, 84. Okay. That's I th- that's I could possible. be wrong. Yeah. But I think, yeah. I don't want to put pressure on you, though. Like, I, I mean... No, honestly, you got honestly, like so I, fucking close. Like I said, I mean, for me, and I, I said this earlier, it was like I wanted to get down into the single digits. I knew that a good chance of making that happen was getting a round into the seventies this year, which I have not broken down into there since you know we started playing again a couple years ago, and I was really, really, you know, that'd be something that was nice to do. But so, I mean. I'm happy either way. I still want to get down into the singles and then, you know, hopefully got a couple good rounds of golf left in the season. But yep. if not, I mean, I mean, I think there's plenty of golf left, but there's not, there's not plenty of, of gin season. Yeah. Left. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, shooting the seventies with nice kind of icing on a cake. And yeah, honestly, we, we played, we played with Pete and Marty, which yeah. you heard on the podcast Oaksy. in the Oaksy episode. Yep. Which if you didn't um, listen to, go listen to it. Great yeah, episode. Go, go check that out. Those guys. Awesome guys. That was our first round getting out and actually playing with them. And, and by the were, way, they were a ton of on fun. On record, yeah, they were a ton of fun. But we fucking spanked them. <laughs> well, hold on, <laughs> Justin fucking spanked them in our match, and it just always feels good to. But but shout out to Peter because what did he shoot at seventy five? Uh, I think yeah seventy. Uh, yeah, he was three over. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 shot his handicap. He shot his handicap. He was he was he's he just, was throwing it together out there. And Marty, thank you, Marty, for he, Marty's going away to North Carolina, and his clubs are already in North Carolina. He had he asked Manchester, like like Jordan and Josh and all them, to build him a set just to play with us, and it was also cold. His, like he's like he's his, like his eight iron was longer than his, his seven eight iron. iron was in longer that than set. His, he had. His 8-iron was a different brand than the entire set. And then he had another club, which was the same brand as the rest of the set, but it was but not, not the, the same, same set. model. <laughs> it was just all over the place. Uh, and then he had this, what was it, a Nike Method? Nike Method putter. With a, what was it, liquid core technology? I don't, <laughs> I don't, know. I don't even know. But one thing, he had a full set of Vogies, so. Yeah, that was, that was a plus. But he model. also had an approach wedge and a 50-degree. And a pitching wet. I don't know. It was a weird set. Yeah, it was. It was. Hysterical. It was a weird set. He he started the round by walking up to us and go, "Listen, this isn't my set of clubs. I'm pretty sure there's way too many clubs in the bag." <laughs> He's like, "Don't <laughs> count that against me." 
but no, we had a great time with them, and uh, yeah, seventy man, seventy, seventy-eight, seventy-eight, not seventy, but which is in the seventies, in the seventies. Because if you watched our green tea videos, which oh yeah, if that's you right, did not you should go check those out. So spoiler we'll- alert, it's about to happen. Yep. So like I don't know, pause the podcast. Go Come check back it to out. it later. We'll put that. We'll Go put watch. the. We'll put the links to the in the show notes. In the show nights down here. Show nights. Show nights. Apparently, um, we have a guard. You know, an honored <laughs> guard blocking our podcast. But uh, it's engraved in their armor. All right. In now, the, in now, the show that, nights. now that all the people who need to watch the 4T video have left. Um, <laughs> I or, a, or or if they they they, they watched it and came back. Yeah yeah yeah. I. Uh, I shot a 78 from the forward <laughs> tees a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and I, I, I did it from the, the, the white, whites the yesterday. White so it was uh, it felt good. Yeah. Um, did, like, you know, I mean, when I, when I, when I broke 100, yep. obviously that's like every time I was going out for that. Right. Right, and obviously I was getting to the point. Same, I I had been to the point with ninety this in a similar situation where it's like it just needs to happen. Yep. And I don't necessarily like. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. The fact that in my position where I was, which is kind of ridiculous that I didn't break eighty <laughs> that day. Oh yeah, yeah. But also, like, I had never broken ninety, so I would have been happy with whatever. Yeah. When did you know And I knew There's a point In your round Where I knew it was gonna happen But when did you know It was like I've got it Um Walking off the 16th green Okay So Uh, Justin was At this point He needed to Par out Yep So Walking up to the 16th T Actually Walking up to the 16th T Yeah sorry Go ahead Walking up to the 16th T You and I had had a conversation And I just said three pars dude That's three it Three pars Just do it I was like yeah <laughs> Trust me I know exactly Where I'm at right now And I was like yeah You're well, right we had Because like I don't like to, to bring it up But it just kind of came out Yeah yeah And you knew where you were And I knew no. where you were Yeah And I was just trying to like He knows And I know he knows So I'll just give him A friendly motivation Yeah and I, uh, 16T, I actually, my entire mentality for the day and need to seal this into my brain was just hit it straight. Just oh. stop, stop trying to freaking, stop trying to kill the ball. Stop trying to work the, ball. the ball. Just, just hit it. Yep. Just go down the fairway. Yep, and yep, yep, you know, yep. it, it was one of those things. Hey that Jordan, if you're listening. That, that was, was the tip you gave me. That was my mentality going in, and I knew that that was the mentality I needed to have because I knew that both Marty and Pete were, were just probably going to be just right down the middle of the fairway the entire day. Yeah. And it, that was 100% true from the first tee box that they teed off on. And I yep. was like, I was like, all right. I was like, I got I to gotta, I gotta play that game. I got to go that game. And um, there, there was, you know, I had two double bogeys. And I on only bo- two birdies too, which is just disgusting. Yeah, on on both of those holes, I did my best to just leave it behind and move on to the next one. And um, so going back to we're walking up to the 16th tee, we had had that conversation. I needed three pars, and um, 
I, I part 16, you know, plain Jane as plain Jane as it could be. Hit a drive out there, hit a approach onto the green. Did you hit the green? Bo- you two putted? Yeah, I was yeah, on, okay. I was on like the front of the green. I was the, below the 16th green uh, slopes back towards the fairway. So I, I left it below the hole, two putted it, got my par, walked off. And I stood up on the 17th tee box and I said, a birdie on this hole would give you a lot of room and take a lot of pressure off of 18. And on 17. Yeah. And my 17th tee shot was not spectacular. But no, but it, it was, wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. I, you know, it left is a bailout. It, it, it was hit a, it left. It was decent distance out he had there. A great was look left into, the, into pin. the left into the bailout. Didn't the, have to cover the bunker. Right. The pin was right center, so I didn't have to worry about the bunker at all. Um, and I had had like. 155, 160 out. Meanwhile, I'm over here just being like, just hit the green, just hit the green, just hit the green, yeah, just hit the green. Yeah, and that was my that was my entire thought process. I was in between two clubs, and I was like, you know what? Long is not good on this hole. Take the shorter club and just throw it on the green. And uh, that's what I did. And I had, I don't know, I probably had, what, 18, 20-foot putt? It was not a short putt. It wasn't a short putt. It was up the hill. It was a working. You had to work. Yeah. And, and uh, I was like, just two putt. Just two putt? Just I walked putt. up to it, and walking up to it, I was like, you know what, just two putt par, you're good. But I was standing over it, and like, you know when you just see the line and you can literally see it drawn yeah. out yep. on, the, on mm-hmm. the green? It was drawn out, and it was just, I was like, I just need enough pace to get it up there. And I'd left a few putts short all day, so that one I did not. And pin was still in. Went right in, slid right in, dropped right birdie. down. Shout out to Pete because I look over and he had thrown everything from his pocket yeah, yeah, out onto yeah, the green. Yeah. He was so mad. <laughs> well, because he, here's the thing is that we were playing this match against them and they didn't know they didn't know the situation. They didn't know Justin hadn't broken 80. Like I said for the first time. For me, it felt like yeah, the first yeah. 100%. time. 100%. You know, that's just, it, I mean, he hasn't done it in a long time and whatever. And I told him that after. And I was like, because I felt bad because every time he was doing something, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> and especially that, I was like, let's go. I was like, you got it. Let, like, I was like, I was like yelling. And I went over and walked over and I said, hey, I apologize for how I'm reacting right now, but let me explain to you why. And yeah. he was like, "Oh, okay." And then, and then they were like, "All, all of them now. Now everybody knows." Yeah. And it was a good thing I didn't say anything earlier because they start, they just stop. Yeah. And and and, and then so, and then eighteen happened, so he needs a bogey. Yeah. He needs a bogey to shoot a seventy nine. Yep. And you hit it. You hit it right. I yanked it. You yanked it. I yanked it so and we right. We thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna hit the cart path and potentially be out of bounds. Yeah. Yep, and everybody, you could just you could just feel the everybody tense up, and then uh, as it like as it just hit, it hit the hill. It didn't hit the car path. It hit the hill. It bounced left, and you know wasn't gonna have like an easy chip at all. But like just the everybody, you could hear, you could feel the sigh of relief that like he's he can do it. He can do it. All he needs to do is hit the green, and two putt. Yep, and uh, I walked up. And, like, the ball was pretty much on the cart path curb. So I got, you know, I got my club length of relief. And uh, 
it was still the ball was it was way, not an easy way chip. above my feet it was not great and i was keep in I mind he's the, a lefty had the same thought process on just throw it on the green two putt 79 and because i didn't try and get be too cute, cute with it didn't try and do anything stupid i put it to like three feet Three feet. Nah, maybe like four feet. Maybe four feet. No, it was it was like three, four feet. Yeah. Not only did he do that, he put it right in front of one of the guys we were playing with. Yeah. And he was getting a line. I was getting a line. As soon as I walked up, I didn't realize that as soon as oh, I walked Oh, everybody else did. I know, but everybody I, else was like, Yep, that's I was that's over that. I was over off the he fucking did I it. was over off the green. Obviously, the second I, I saw chipping. that I was like, he did it. That's I, it. I walked up and I was like, Oh, I think I, I literally yelled. I think I literally yelled after you made that chip. I was like, "You did it!" <laughs> I'm pretty sure though. Yeah. Something along the lines. Threw it on, got the line, which I was actually glad to get the line because it broke more than I thought it, it broke, did. It broke. It was. It was. It was a snapper for for a little. I three snapped foot, right at the end three, there a little bit putt. and uh, made his putt that, for par. And he went one under to the last three holes. That was a 78. That was one of the most. That was uh, like and not even just because of the fact that I broke 80 was that most one of the most satisfying ends to around but like finishing making two putts to you know make birdie save par like that just fucking feels good yeah yeah there, there, oh, there's yeah. there's no getting around it it just yeah. fucking feels good and i had told you like after 13 i double bogeyed 13 it was a brutal hole for me um and i had to make a phone call so I threw my AirPods in and I was making a phone call down 14 and 15 because I was just like kind of out of it because I was pissed at myself. And I honestly think that me just. Which, by the way, like he could have he could have easily saved bogey on 13. But yeah. he, and he had a stupid little like, you know, meat on the bones putt and missed it and made yeah. the double. So that's why he was probably mad because yeah. like you coming up had. You didn't. You hit, didn't hit a great tee shot. You didn't hit a great second shot. You hit a really good. That third shot, shot was, was nice. Yeah. Was nice. It just didn't work out because it clipped the tree. You hit a really good chip, and you would have, you know, potentially saved bogey, but you didn't, and that's I, why you were mad. I basically. Do you missed. think if you didn't take that phone call, things would be different? Yeah, I needed to kind of like decompress get out of the decompress take myself out of it and i like it wasn't like the phone call that it was that saved me but it was the fact that i took kind of the focus away from what i was doing yeah. at that moment um and like i strung together two bogeys in a row there and uh that was kind of good enough to you know hit a couple good shots on each hole and it was kind of good. So what, on the back, back you it. had three bogeys and a no. You had I had two bogeys and two a, bogeys and a no three bogeys three bo- and a double no, and a birdie. Bo- oh yeah, I had a birdie. So yeah, three three bogeys. And, and then a on the front, what'd you shoot on the front? A thirty thirty eight. Yeah, so, thirty eight forty. So you had a bogey, a I birdie, a, and a, and a double. Correct. So hold on, you had two two birdies, yep. two doubles, yep. and four bogeys. Yep. That yep. is so you had that's eight. So you had ten pars. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's the part where I say it just like, it was one of those days that just felt easy. Yeah. You know, it was, it was. It looked easy. It was. You made it look easy. I, I didn't even, I didn't even play well off the tee. It was just the approach shots were saving me all day. I hit, I hit one. Let's say you were like out of I wasn't out of it, but I, I can honestly say that I hit one good drive yesterday. Like one very good solid drive. And that was seven. And that was it. Yeah, that was a really good drive. And that was it. Like the rest of them worked. Yeah. It was just the the iron game, which is never my strong point, was just it was on, it was clicking. So it was it was it was fun. It was it was a it was a good day. That's fair. Yeah, so seventy eight, man, that's the low that is the, the new, new low. low. That is the What's new your low, low with the, from the blues, do you know? Or not off the top of your head? Because that was from the whites. Um, I th- think it's 81. Sure. I think. Still it's nasty. either 81 or 83. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I know that my low previously on the whites was 80. Right. Um. So, yeah. Two two more strokes in there. It was it was yeah. That birdie on seventeen was nice to have the breathing room because yeah. I hate eighteen. Uh, luckily that that is a tough. Luckily the the pin was down on the bottom, but I still it, for whatever reason it's not like always have plenty of club. I just for whatever reason feel like I never strike the ball well on a hole. Mental block. Yeah, it must be. Mental block. It must be. It must be. So what is what is what is your next goal? To get single digits. Well, I guess aside from that. Aside from that, because that's obviously been apparent, and we've talked about. Like you said, one day we were. I was like, should yeah. we talk about this? And you're like, all right, you're just beating a dead horse. Yeah. You're just mad, and then yeah. he goes out and shoots a seventy-eight from the wides. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, that aside, like what, like it could be a handicap goal. For next year, it could be you know whatever. It could be I want to sh- I want to make a, like I don't know, sixteen par I don't know something. It would, I mean I'm putting you on the spot here I guess so. Um. Hmm. You are putting me on the spot, but what what is my next goal? Well, here's what I will say. We'll give you some time to think about that. Okay. We already mentioned we're playing golf tomorrow. We're playing at the Orchards, and I can't speak, you know, present tense, and I hope this happens, and it should happen because it just it, it just needs to. And uh, hopefully what you're about to hear next is an episode of Shit We Say. And if not, then I just sound like an asshole, and uh, <laughs> then we're just going to continue the conversation. And... Um, yeah, so hopefully we have something. Please, for the love of God, have something. <laughs> Please use that. Cam was on the last episode of the podcast. And now he's in shit we say, which we already said. We recorded the podcast yesterday, and now we're in the future. But it's the present. 
because shit we say is always supposed to be recorded before the podcast. Who made that rule? Nobody. Okay. Why are you making up rules? So we played the Orchards today up in South Hadley, Mass. And uh, we took Cam for the first time. And he shot a 79. How many birdies were there? Just two? Two birdies. You birdied the number one, though. I know I did. And I birdied the number four. I just wanted that to be on record. No, I birdied For all the folks. I birdied the number five. 13 handicap birdied the number one. You can't force it. Yeah, funny. It's got to be natural. It's got to... We're supposed well, to just, this is how I want it. Why do you think? Why do you think I only use portions Captain of Crunch. what we say? Choose your what? What is Captain Crunch's? What? what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Now it's shit Burger we King? say. Are you talking about Burger they King? Just like, oh, like Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. What the fuck does Captain? Oh, Crunch? oh, it is Burger King having your way. <laughs> you high? Yes. I wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, it just went up. We weren't. Now we're not even talking about what we were talking about. So that's the point of this. That's the point of this. That's what we're doing. I incited an argument. You're gonna incite a fucking riot at this table in a second (laughs) with three people. Yeah, Yeah. it's gonna be Justin Bieber. Dude, by the way, there's nobody here. Watch your face get slammed through the glass. (laughs) Poker table. You're gonna wish I didn't poke you through the table. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely gonna come up here in the winter and do the the. Temp, temp greens and teas. Oh yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. You're on your own. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even have a little bit of interest in that. Never no free ads on this died. fucking shit. That's a free ad. I'm roasting the shit out of them. Yeah. This is. I love that this brand. The, that is the I stupidest this marketing scheme out there. That was a fucking there. ad. I love this yeah. brand. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Isn't it like seven o'clock right now? No, it's, it's like four twenty. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> You gotta go. You gotta go. We all gotta go. I gotta go. He's gotta go. You gotta go. And now that we're hopefully back from shit we say, <laughs> if if we're not, that sucks. All right. So I guess I guess going back to what is my next goal? <laughs> um, my next goal. I think my best round. At the orchards is an eighty. I think it's an eighty-five. I think it's an eighty-five too. Um, from the blue, from the whites, from the whites. Yes, I would like. Which, by the way, we just were we we've personally, especially after that fucking podcast, we've we listened to our own advice. <laughs> we're not playing the hybrids anymore. Yes. Um. I'm going to say I want around 82 or better. Okay. At the orchards. So 11 over? Yeah. Or better? Yep. Very doable. Yeah, no, it's very doable. And I that's so I get oh Jesus. He's getting mad right now because he does the same thing every time we're on this highway. They so flipped the ramps on 95 like five years ago at this point. Yes, like, but he never gets it. And I always he drives forget. past it every I time. Saved it. And then it, and you did because last time it, I <laughs> swear to fucking there, God, there was like six detours. It added like 45 <laughs> minutes. We went five miles and added 45 minutes. All right, we're safe. Um, um yeah, so. We, we've listened to our own advice 
we're not playing the hybrids anymore at the orchards. We're going to play the whites. And Which, by the way, so we, okay, have we talked about the orchards much? I don't think a ton. Should we just, like, briefly, since yeah. we're here, yeah, we're yeah, on yeah. the topic? Hopefully there was an episode of, episode of shit we say. So, um, Orchards Golf Club up in South Hadley hosted the Women's U.S. Open in 2004. Yep. That's kind of their claim to fame. Not only that. It is a fantastic... 1922. Donald Ross design. Old Donnie. And... um, Now we will say this, okay? We're talking it up. It's a private private golf course. Yes. Um, So... Not something we typically promote on this podcast, but... It's... It's... It's a... that guy's it was flying. flying. Um, it, it's it's a very challenging golf course. It is a golf course that the greens are tough. The greens are tough, and it's super easy to quickly get in trouble. Yes. Um, layout All wise, about placement. Layout wise, you'll look at it. You'll kind of think, why is it that hard? Why is it that hard? It why that why hard. are people saying that they're every time not I fucking play it? Well. Every time before I'm about to go out, I'm like, no, like do. you do this this and this and then you try and do that and it doesn't work it is um there's a lot of very tall fescue there is a lot of marshy areas and the golf course in general is a wet golf course yeah um leads to you know some chunk shots it leads to having a hard time finding some balls if they plug or anything it's a it's a it's a golf course that you want to stay in the fairway. Yes. It's not forgiving if you miss the fairway. And Justin said this earlier, and I always say this in typical Donald Ross fashion, the par fives are pretty short, and the, there's par fours that should be par fives. Yes, <laughs> yes. The par fives are gettable. The par fives will make... I will say they're gettable, but then it's hard to hold the green with some of the shots that you have. And to, like, with, well, the, yeah. with some of the clubs you have in hand. Because... because when we say gettable, you're still, you know, you're still going have like 200 yards. Yeah, into, uh, into a turtle shell green. Right, and and you know, you're you're covering bunkers. You're doing, you know, there's there's plenty of obstacles in your way to get up there. So it takes it's it's not one of those, you know, you can you can run a three wood or a long iron or something right up to the green. No, there there's no clear path. That's that's for sure. Um, but you know, it's, it's one of those courses that it'll, it'll chew you up. It'll spit you out and you'll leave going, what the fuck did I do wrong? Today? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so it, it's been, you know, in also to give it a lot of credit, like it's kind of, you know, it's the course that we both kind of started playing on again. Yes. Thanks to, you know, a client, a client of ours. Of ours. Well, shout, shout out. He's asked for it before. David Allen, Allen Media. Allen Media. Um, he, uh, he got us kind of back into the game up there and it feels good to be back up there playing a lot and podcasts wouldn't be a thing without the orchards. No, definitely not. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's a, it's a course that once we finally freaking throw up some we good just rounds don't play on it, it enough. yeah, that that's true. I mean, it's we just don't play it enough to know like what to do, and also like that golf course. I will say, like my short game, I feel like especially because there was there was a 
I think a three week span where it was like every week we were playing yeah. there recently before yep. we both went away as as you know the listeners probably know you know we said we were going to be away and my short game I feel like I still played while I was on vacation and I kept playing my short game has gotten better yep like when did we we left what less than a month ago we'll just say we started playing those three weeks in a row like a month and a half two months ago my short game is significantly better now than it was when we when we played those three months in a row and we also did play great river which is a similar greens are tough you know so like you throw that in there as well yeah yeah but anyways back to the the um the greens there will make you they make you think and yes. plan out your shot more. Yep. There's there's no just like pitch it at the hole and hope it's the right distance. It really, really makes you think about Do I need to hit this high? Do, do I, I need, need to, to hit, hit this, this high? Low? Do I need to hit this low? Where do I gotta play it so that it plays the right break? Um, Where there, can I put myself into a good position to make a two putt? Yeah, oh yeah, because that's the thing. Like you you throw you throw a decent chip on and that does not mean that you're going to have a decent putt left because nope. the nope, you know nope, even nope, even nope. the two three footers there can be so slippery sometimes yes. that you know you're you got you you almost got no chance sometimes like that's how it feels like there's a lot of, like there's a lot of times just because i feel like no it's not i feel like it's it this just the way it is the average handicap at that golf course like at that club of members is significantly lower than probably the average golf course of the average handicap of Manchester. Yeah, there's a, there's no, a lot there's of no re- doubt about it. There's a lot of really good players there, and um, a lot of players there will tell you they 100% attribute it to that course and to those greens because they really, really make you think about what you're doing. Yeah. So you know, hopefully, you know, we will have the opportunity that we did this year next year yep and we can continue to play it more and and you know get i mean we'll be able to play it over the years i'm not that's not that's not an issue an issue but it's a matter of being able to play it as much as we are now yep um but when it comes down to like playing different courses like i think that that's something that is great about having the two kind of memberships that we're lucky enough to play these two courses and being able to play two very different courses very different um and very different shadow matches very different layouts conditions um and not not that conditions i don't mean conditions as in good or bad conditions i mean conditions as in you know, different green different, different. green speed conditions and like just different, different types of greens. Yeah, like like the 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 play. Yeah, it's just two different style courses. Yes. Like, you know, I mean, the orchards I think probably plays really well firm and fast. We had a very wet summer, so we're not going to get that. No, this this year was not the the summer for. Uh, but anyways, regardless, like, yeah. I feel, I mean, I don't know what type of grass is at the orchards. I don't know what type of grass is at Manchester. I think it's different grass. I don't know. It looks different. It feels different. plays different. Could be wrong. I don't know. Not that it matters. Here yeah. I am rambling on again. <laughs> no, I, I mean, 
and that that comes down to it like I encourage everyone to take as many opportunities as you can to play different courses and try different scenarios along those lines um, I mean I don't like like I Tucker and I were talking about this one time. I don't know if it was ever on record somewhere. I, you were probably a part of the conversation. There's a difference between somebody who's a 10 handicap that plays the same golf course all the time. Yeah. And a 10 handicap who plays out and plays different golf courses and is carding rounds on their handicap at different golf courses and having those rounds count towards their handicap. If you play the same golf course all the time and that's all you play, great. That's awesome. But, like, you're not really like refining your skills as a player because you're just you're playing a comfort game yeah you're, you're playing the same golf course you're you're missing you're the same shots you're missing out on learning the oh did you just see that like half a tractor trailer being towed behind a pickup truck that was weird as fuck no, uh, <laughs> no? <laughs> they're like whole front of the freaking tractor trailer was gone and it's just like hooked up to the back of that pickup truck i hope that stays into the podcast <laughs> um because that literally stopped you mid-second. that was the weirdest thing i've ever seen you go, you go hold on <laughs> um so yeah i mean they're going delusional or that actually just happened but no i i think that you know there's a certain like of course if you get down to a certain handicap at a course that you play all the time and that's the only course you play and everything there's no there's no doubt there's about wrong with there's that. no there's, and there, wrong with there's that. no doubt about the your shit. golf game you're growing and all of that but if you want to be a golfer that can kind of go play anywhere and enjoy playing anywhere and shoot the scores that you want to play anywhere playing different courses as you're just normally practicing and everything is a hundred percent a necessity and, you know, that was something that I noticed when we went down to North Carolina. You yeah. know, they got Bermuda grass greens. Things are very different. They play different down there. Was and Seven Lakes bent grass? Seven Lakes, I think, was Seven Lakes was bent grass, yes. Um, but playing in those different conditions not only helps to learn how to hit off different surfaces and play on different levels, but it greatly strengthens your mental game and your thought process on working through a course and problem solving when you get into a sticky situation where you need to figure out where can I put myself in this next shot that's going to put me in a scenario where I can play out this hole to the best that I can yeah. mitigate the damage like that's where you're going to really learn that stuff course not management. not kind of you know I mean, this, yeah. you play the same course over and over again, not there's, to take anything away but, from it, but you almost, like, get to the point where you can kind of play blindfolded because you, you know which shots you're going to be playing, and you know that, okay, if I get into trouble on the left over here, I'm all right, but the right is in trouble. Yeah. Like, you start to understand that. And that's kind of why we talked about, like, like playing different tees as well. Yes. Like that, that will obviously help, like, if just say for sake and conversa- conversation, like, you only can play the yeah. golf course. Yeah, like yeah, Maybe, you know, financial, whatever, you remember, and, like, you don't want to spend the money to go elsewhere. Then, you know, I we probably sound redundant, but, like, just play a different tee, even if it's, like, the forward tees or the back tees or whatever. Just get a different experience to yeah. kind of, it, it you can, know, it work can, on different parts of your game. Hey, if your course has tees that are, you know, different enough. Every, like, every course has it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part. For the most part. 
like if you if your course has some significantly different tees, like you're playing a different course when you play yep. all the way to the front or all the way to the back or yep. anywhere in between. Like that it changes a hundred percent changes. So um, I think that that makes you a lot better of a golfer. So kind of we went on a long tangent there. Yeah. Um, but kind of bringing it back, you had said you, so. I had asked you, "What is the goal? What is the next goal that you want to hit?" And you said, "Some you you said, eighty-two or better from the whites at the orchards." orchards. Yep. And then I was like, "Oh, we've never really talked about the orchards. Let's go into a little thing." And then we went way too far off on on yep. you know whatever. It's a podcast. Deal with it. Um, do we need gas? No, we're good. Okay. You were gonna say something, and I and I and I had cut you off, and I don't think Dude, you remember. It. I have no chance of remembering that at this Fair point. Fair enough. I know there's no chance it's gonna happen. Uh-uh. No, that shit's long gone. Long gone. I don't even have the slightest idea where I possibly could have been going with that. I think it had something to do with, like, uh, you know, like, I don't know, 82, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I think that was probably it. (sighs) Anyways. No, so the only thing I could possibly think of that I was going to say going to the 82 was... I struggle after most rounds at the orchards trying to figure out was was this a mental issue that I had trying to work my way through this course was it a stupid shot decision on this hole what exactly went wrong and I I think that the kind of like milestone of getting lower rounds at playing up there at the orchards is for me at least it's one of those real big like growth marks um and that's because yeah you know you you need your mental game on you need your actual game on as well you gotta be on and and you gotta be you got to be, you know, going back to mental game. You got to be making smart decisions out there. And if you do find yourself in trouble, really, really mitigating the issues. So, honestly, like an 82 up there, or you know, getting down, even if it got down to like an 80 or something, like that for me would be that level of breaking 70s. Like that would be on that same yeah, level no, because sure. that would be it's it's just that well, the differential of that would be very low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and like put stats and differential and all that stuff aside, but it that would be a huge confidence booster and like a huge just like one of those, yeah, yeah, I kind of know what I'm doing. I'm figuring this out out there. So I I'm looking forward to the day that I do that. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. We'll see. I'm not putting and that's that's something I'm. I yeah don't. I have always I've always kind of like went into something and be like, all right, this is what I'm going to shoot today or whatever. And I'm going in tomorrow with just like, I'm going to go out. You, Cam, and I are going to have fun, have a good time out there. Cam's never played the course, and he's looking forward to it. So I know it's going to be a fun round and, uh, you know, try and have fun with it. And if we put together a good round, it, it'll be that much more fun. 
There we go. Um, all right, so I, I'm going to flip this a little bit. And Why? I'm going to ask you. Why? What? Do you have a goal that you want to try and hit before the end of the season? Or do you have a next goal in mind that you want to do? Or what what does that look like for you? I've done a lot this year. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Um, Only because I'm right there. And I think it would be so fucking impressive if a 21 handicap blew through the teens in, in one season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need a point five. I need half a stroke. So you're at a thirteen. Thirteen four. Thirteen four right now. Um, I think the next round. I think tomorrow I'm knocking off something. Oh, okay. I think I'm knocking off like a thirteen nine. Okay. But aside from the last time we played. And there's a couple nine nine holes in there, so you know that it, it is what it is. But yeah. I've I've just been playing that way. My last four, besides, so not counting the last one that we just played yesterday. Yeah. The last four before that are all handicap scores. Okay. And then there was three. There was like two orchards and Great River, and then there was two. So of the last four. Three, that's seven, nine. Of the last nine scores, six of them are being used. Okay. So I've been playing good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a matter of, like, knowing that, like, you, I mean, as a golfer, who turn, we turn over, like, for us, we turn over handicaps. Like, I last year I did it a lot. Mm-hmm. This year, not as much. Right. I've turned it over, like, now three and a half times. Yeah, or I'm on. I'm heading into like potentially my fourth turnaround, and we don't have much time left, so it's probably not going to happen. But you kind of hit a point where it's like you know you just played like really good golf the past couple weeks. Like it's just inevitable that you're still going to play like good, and you're probably going to your bad is going to be better than it than what your bad was. You know, a month or two or three or four or whatever. But it's probably not going to be a postable. Score. So I've just kind of like, it would be sick if I could get into a, you know, get get out of, get into 12, even yeah. if it's a 12-9. Um, but I don't know. I think I did. You did work this season. I more than expected, you yeah. know. Like Josh Carney, the assistant pro, it was the day I got my irons, went in there and just hit the seven iron. He's like, so... And he was, like, re-gripping clubs and the way the sim works in there is, like, it's kind of like, you know, the shop at the same time. And we were just hanging out. And he's like, so what are your what are your goals this year? I was like, I don't know. I'll just break 90. And then he's like, getting to the teens. I was like, well, that would probably, that, I mean, that would just, like, happen, right? Like right. you break 90, you're going going teens. And I think, and I think my answer was, yeah, like, I'll, like, you know, like, high teens, whatever down to like the low teens and I didn't right. I didn't I didn't think that was going to happen. Well, it happened. I don't, well, I guess I didn't think I I don't know. I never thought I, I guess I didn't think this far ahead for this. Yeah. Show. And I I guess my goal I, always this is what I will say and I did and I, again, I did it, but last year it was I want to be lower than what Justin started 
that year at. So like 2019, se- wait, 20, 2020, 2020 season, season. I want to be, I want to end the season where with Justin started. Yeah. And I, or better, better, yeah. better yep. than what Justin started. And I said the same thing this year and I'm, I'm already there. Yep. Yep. So, what did I start the season at? I think, I think you started at a 14 something. Okay. Yeah. Or if, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's fine. We're fine. Yeah, no, and I think that I think that that's one of those things too that like, I think sometimes you know I think you had the right mentality and I like I want to break ninety, getting down in the teens would be sweet. Like sometimes people set goals and it's great to have like a lofty goal or anything, but set goals that have milestones that can be hit in shorter amounts of time so that you see forward progression constantly. Yeah. And I think that that's something that sometimes people kind of just, they set one goal and it's overly a little bit on the lofty side. Whereas if you can kind of check off those milestones as you're working towards like a main goal, like I think that that's way better for your mental game or your, you know, boosting your confidence and seeing, seeing growth on that side. So, you know, that they, you checked them all off this year and it was real fun to watch. That's for sure. I mean, we can we can definitely talk about this in a future episode, and I think we should. But like next season, like if we look at like because that like this season's basically over. Yeah, I'd like to break eighty. I'd like to yep. get into the single digits. Yep. Basically, your goals for this year. Yep. Like I'm just like a year behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I don't, I'm creeping up. I was gonna say I don't creeping I don't, up. I don't necessarily think you're a year behind. I think that you know you're you're. Not that, not that far behind. No. It's one of those. I mean, obviously, like as you get lower in the handicaps, it gets, ha- it gets, it gets harder, harder and harder to harder. see that growth. And that's why you know, that's why I highly recommend like set the set those goals that you can see check off and set those goals that you can see growth. Like my goal, if I say if I got into single digits this year, I'm not gonna freaking say that my goals to break a five next year just like off the rip like would it be cool yeah is it possible what to get Possibly. down to a five yeah to get down to you'd like have to below a five work, and that's yeah. that's what i'm saying it's like that's no, another thing they, too is like like i don't think either of us put in as much work recently i've been probably putting in the most work the entire season yeah and i've just been practicing short game like i i made a little chipping thing in my backyard i put like a little reflector stick mm-hmm. and i've been practicing like pitching and chipping yep and then i've been making it a point to try and putt in the office yeah but before that like and that's been in the past month right before that i don't think either of us have really actually practiced no. i haven't been to the range in i don't even know how long yeah and no, last year i, I mean, was at the range like every day and i mean sometimes that's a good thing sometimes that's a bad yeah, thing yeah. i uh i think that I personally speaking, I feel like I had a good balance this year of you yeah, know, the balance playing, having even having though you got burnt out. The I did, I did good. get burnt out, but like like I mentioned on the last podcast, I got burnt out, and it wasn't necessarily golf that got me burnt out, but um, other things. Yeah, it's yeah. just you know, life gets busy, life happens, and when you're getting frustrated at a stupid game where you hit a stupid fucking white <laughs> ball and not as well as you want to most of the time, like. 
I, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that you're out there to have a good time yeah. and you know finding that balance and having a good time like that's what it comes down to mm-hmm.